Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. 55 seconds, but Mikhailov has the puck. Mikhailov sweeping in, out in front, backhander goes wide. I think Craig might have got a piece of it. Mikhailov, back out to Billy Legendon. 43 seconds remaining. Check into the board that comes back to center ice. 38, 37 seconds left in the game. Petrov with it. The Americans on top, 4 to 3. Long shot. Craig able to get a piece of it to sweep it away. 28 seconds. The crowd going insane. Carlemont shooting it into the American end again. Morrow is back there. Now Johnson, 19 seconds. Johnson over to Ramsey. Big Alekhanov gets checked by Ramsey. McClanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Al Michaels, 44 years ago today. Wow. Miracle on ice. Is we always say this every year that we reminisce with that highlight. That was not the gold medal game. That was the semifinal game as uh, the Team USA team with just amateurs beat a professional team from the Soviet Union. Um, that was the semifinal game. And uh, then they went on to beat Finland in the gold medal game a couple of days later. I heard Greeny uh, and Hembo talk about this. They've got a book coming out of, like, the best calls in sports history. That entire call, and I'm glad Charlie had the full call of, like, nearly the last minute. Of, I think there was, like, 40 seconds of it or so. Like, the description of that call, I believe that was on ABC, um, of the how descriptive he was. On, on every check and every changing of the puck. It was incredible in how good Al Michaels was. Um, it really, really great stuff. And it was, it was just one of those moments that if you're of our age, you, you will always remember how important of a moment that was in not just uh, sports, but in, in U.S. history. Right. And how important that, that, that mattered to this country at that time. Yep. You know, those are the days, remember, <clears throat> when they're on the uh, the cover of, uh, of Wheaties and you waited to see when the Olympics came around, which athletes were going to get a Wheaties box cover. Mm-hmm. You guys, Tyler, do you even know what the Wheaties box? Yeah, I, I was, I'm like the last... The generation end of, of it. yeah, I got the end of it because I saw a Wheaties box in the grocery store two days ago, and Simone Biles is on it, and I, I took it off the shelf because I was going to give it to my daughter and say, "Oh, here, you need to save this as a memento," because that's what we always did. We always sure. saved the Wheaties boxes, and uh, then I thought. She's going to think that's the stupidest thing in the world. Cereal. I mean. As a memento. Why would I save a box of cereal? I did a Google search the other day because I still have the 
the championship uh, Bulls Wheaties boxes. You do? Full of cereal, too. Oh, you do? I, I never, I like always said to myself, the I'm not. The box isn't even opened. Not opened. Ooh. And with the cereal in it, Ooh. it's unopened. And I always said that this was probably going to be uh, worth more eventually. Yeah. And so I, I Googled it thinking, oh, this is going to be worth something. And I think they're like selling eBay for like $45 or $60, like nothing. It's worth oh, that's nothing. It? Yes. Like I'm like, this is going to be expensive. This is going to, this is going to be like a grand. This is going to be $500. And I looked, I'm like, I, I think like a million people basically bought them and did the same thing right. that I did. Right. I told you that I still have the Coke bottle from the Salukis 1AA Championship. Yeah, in 83. At the Citadel. And we road trip down there, and it's a, it is so nasty. It's got you know the commemorative label on it, and uh, there is so much sediment in the bottle. Of so the, the Coke is still in there. Yes, unopened, <clears throat> un- unopened. So, um, but yeah, I'm like, what do I do with it? It doesn't sound like any of this is actually going to be worth anything. Yeah. Oh well. Like it's it, it's funny to watch my kids now. My oldest son. He collects all these, the cards on, I don't know, it's not the the fad that was big a couple of years ago, but he collects these cards now online, you know, and he's like, oh, oh yeah. look, look at the poll that I just had. I'm like, oh, cool, it's on your computer screen. It, it doesn't feel the same. <laughs> no, I'm like, right? it's cool. Yeah. It's great. I know. But, but, but he's into it. And, and that's and I, that's all I'm, I care about is that he's happy that he's getting sports figures on his screen. Right. You know? Right. You know what I learned today that made me really lose all appreciation for this game, the Miracle game? Oh, no. What? Oh. The odds on this game, like the theoretical odds that are brewing around. Of this what- surprised me when I, I think I heard Carmen say this, yes. that it wasn't as... It, they weren't as big of an underdog as you may have thought. So they were between like a plus four hundred to plus six hundred uh, underdog. Uh, some people say plus three fifty. Others put it around like plus eight hundred. Like that's not that who, big but, of an upset. Well, first of all, who who's making that? Uh, one of them is Jimmy Vaccaro, who's a longtime oh, bookmaker. Yeah. Jimmy used to do the show with me. Uh, Roxy that, Roxborough, yeah. another Vegas bookmaker. What would the odds have been, though, before the tournament had started, before they had started winning? Because if, if, right. if you know the story, the U.S. played uh, the Soviet Union in an exhibition game in Madison Square Garden right before the Olympics. And I think they had lost like 11 to 2 or something like that, like in a, by an outlandish score. So I'm seeing in this article... That the odds would have been around seventeen to one for them to win the for tournament. For them to win the the tournament, yeah, yes. so yeah that, that's, that's good. That, that's yeah, that's long shot. But like we're talking about this as the greatest upset in American sports history. Like the Tennessee Titans beating the Dolphins this year was a bigger upset by odds than this singular game was. Like that that to me when I saw that that was what the odds were for this game that this is a we see this every week in college football or college basketball where yeah. a mega dog I, I, takes I, down a favorite. I find it I know those are respected odds makers names but again like Tyler this is you've got to put it at like the dream team playing a group of amateur players from a different country in basketball who aren't 
like a well-oiled machine. This isn't like, um, give me a good, uh, uh, like an Olympic like team. playing Duke. It's not like they're right. playing a they're, team it's that's It's not like they're playing yeah. Spain. Where, it's like the Globetrotters and the Generals. Yeah, or oh, I'm like trying to put it in real Olympic context of like, you know how the U.S. plays Spain now. Spain mm-hmm. is professional. They are professionals. I, this would be like playing in a bunch of 18-year-olds from a, a country that had never played professional basketball before. These are all college kids who were not playing professional hockey. But a plus 350, plus 400. See, I, mean, I, I find that hard to believe. This is ridiculous. I mean, why, why, you don't make a movie about a plus 350 See, dog winning. Take your advice, what you said about Justin Fields. If you didn't live it in the moment. Mm. And the odds are here. The, I, I'm seeing tangible stuff of like what the odds would have. A plus 350, plus 400. Even if you want to give it up, up all the way up to plus 800. That's not make a movie. You gotta, you've got to watch the, the documentary on this. The documentary or the movie? The documentary. There's documentaries about and what this country was going through at the time. I, yeah, I know. That, like, there was all the stuff like politically that was going on, but that adds to the emotion of it too. And it was so easy to build the story mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah. And if you are just looking at the numbers, you know, it's the same thing as if you said, you know, you you looked up Michael Jordan's stats and you were like, oh, wait a second, you know, the, he wasn't so great in this game and he wasn't so great in that game. But then, if you actually saw the game and you feel it. You know, like he's like Sylvie just said. We had a Ruzioni on like one year with Al Michaels. Don't don't bring me down. Don't do what Waddle does with the Samber game now. This is just another hockey game. I I bet oh, you we'll see we'll see like another plus you. Anytime wow. the Blackhawks win the rest of the season, it's probably like a plus four hundred winning, right? Like the way that they've see. been playing. Opening night against the Bruins when they won, it was probably longer odds for them to win that game than it was for the, the Miracle Team to win. Uh, where are my fellow old guys? Come on now, let's uh, come after Tyler three three two three seven seven six. Fred's calling in. Fred, uh, do you have anything to say to uh, Tyler Aki? Oh, Tyler, you are so off base. The idea of what was going on in the country at that time. And as I was going to mention when he first was talking to me, that game was on tape delay, so the game was played. We didn't even know till about 11 o'clock at night. I was a junior in college up in northern Illinois, and we were just screaming and yelling. You know, the Russians were invading Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. The political front is probably not too much different than it is right now. But the game was monumental. It wasn't... They were going to crush us. It wasn't even close. It was just so euphoric. So, no, Tyler, you're way off base, not just the game. Yeah, I, I can't believe that those would have been the odds back then. And, again, I know Jimmy Vaccaro. That's Sonny Vaccaro's brother, by the way. Like I said, Jimmy used to go on with Carmen and me all the time weekly. He used to be our odds guy. I can't imagine that it would have only been a plus 300 or plus 400 underdog in today's terms they were a much bigger underdog than that 312-332-3776 that's the phone number uh, a couple of other uh, fun things coming your way uh as uh peggy had a uh, a very contentious paddle ball <laughs> game today platform tennis paddle yeah. well and, and uh, something that we did not uh, cover on that is there's a member of this staff that is using Peggy as as their ringer. True. Uh, we didn't share that, and we'll tell you about that coming up next. Follow- 
follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. So what's the difference between platform tennis and paddle? Paddle? Yeah, so so platform tennis is it's played on a short court. It looks like a tennis court. Um, and it's up on a platform, so it's raised above you know the, the ground. And then you're surrounded in uh, fencing. So you can play it off. It's much like racquetball. It's played outdoors in the winter. So typically, like a day like today, is not great paddle weather. So it's called platform tennis, but the nickname is paddle. It gets confusing because there's also a European version of the game where they call it padel. So that gets confusing. But we call it paddle. Uh, it's platform tennis. So okay. it's, and yeah. it's not to be confused with pickleball. No, 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 no. It's not You pickle. frown on the pickleball players? I used to until I started playing it, and I enjoy pickle. So okay, it's, good. Yes, but platform is a much, much more athletic and oh. very... Well, I mean, there's a reason why pickle became so... So popular because anyone can play it. Why are you laughing? Because I said pickle. Because, well, no, because you're picking a fight now with more people. No, I'm not picking a fight with more people. I'm just saying those in the paddle community were hoping that paddle would take off, but not as many people can play paddle. There's a lot of injuries in paddle, a lot of Achilles tendon injuries and stuff. And pickle, you know, it started out as an old person's sport. And then. All the grandparents' grandchildren started playing it, and then people started saying, "Wait, this is actually really fun." So that's one reason why it got so popular. But and now Danny Zetterman is recruiting yeah, you he's to, take, to take on what his friends who say that they can beat anybody. I'm trying to find out what her PTI is, what her ranking is. What so, her PTI is? Platform tennis, tennis. index. So it's just like a golf index. Oh, this is like your handicap? Your golf index reflects your best game, your best potential. And platform is really how you're playing right now. Um, yeah, Danny wants me to play, so I asked him, get a little, you know, got, you, we got to we got to do a little homework on our opponents first. And he said his buddy and his wife, right? And so his buddy, he said, is a little overweight and is no way is he going to be able to get around the court very well. So we already realized that we would pick on him. But Danny was just assuming, he's like, well, I'm athletic, I can play. I'm like, you're the, that's the worst attitude to have, thinking you're going to come in and just take over. So I don't want to just show up and play one night with him. I, I want to make sure he does his homework. Not a one-night stand. I am not a one-night stand girl, no. No, you're going to have to wine me and dine me. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I'm getting a lot of text messages from our uh, crosstalk with Carmen and yeah, Yurko. You, if you missed it, you got to make sure you oh, listen boy. to that on YouTube or on the ESPN Chicago app about the mishap that happened uh, today during uh, her match. It got, it got a little feisty. It got a little, uh, a little testy. But it was fun. Because of the scores... Someone kept questioning uh, the, scores. the scores. You know, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. Wait, wait, no, yeah. And it got so. And then she started questioning the out calls, and it was ridiculous. By the third one, we just said, "Listen, you know the rules. I don't think you guys know that the line is in. It is. And that's what I said. Where I go, it is. I had no idea. 
You complimented her body and you ripped her backhand. Absolutely. Absolutely. She can she can sparkle with her Lulu, but she can't hit her backhand. So it's all right. Whatever. She's, she talks too much. That's the problem. She talks too much. <laughs> like, kind of like I'm doing right now. <laughs> and she song? just questioned, you questioned, you talk questioned. too much. And so I, the, next, the next serve, the very next ball, I just ripped a laser right at her. Jeez. What did you- and I said, was that in? <laughs> Not only did you hit one back at her, then you said, then you, then you backed it up with some trash talk. Well, if you're playing football and there's trash talk going on between the wide receiver and the cornerback, and you're the, are you not going to go right back to your wide receiver to you know say I want to burn him? Yeah, burn, right. Well, that's basically. I was like, all right, and so I put it right past her, and then asked, "Is that in?" And her partner did not like that put her racket down and said should we just walk off the court i said you could do whatever you want and then there was no handshake after you no, guys won she would not shake my hand terrible she would not tap racket isaiah she's the isaiah she would not tap of racket pa- of the paddle she's a poor loser one call does not make a match you know what i think she should do is play pickle she probably not, does not athletic enough she probably does she play no she's a very good player Oh, she's a very good player. Bad like backhand. Higher, higher rater than me. So oh, really? She's, oh, yeah. Yeah, they were very good players. So this was a bit of an upset. Oh, good for you guys. Yes. Great. Yes, it was. It was good. Uh, Phil in uh, Shore Park here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Phil? You know, I changed my analogy as I was thinking through this. Is Tyler Aki a Cubs fan? Yes, he is. Tyler what were the odds of the Cubs winning the World Series? In 2016? Yes. They were, I would guess they were like top five in the odds. Maybe even top three. All right. Were you happy that they won? And were you, did you listen to the call? And has it been memorable for you? I go to sleep every night listening to the <laughs> Joe Buck call, Phil. All right. That's exactly what that moment in time was for us. I'm a 55-year-old guy, and I remember that. I remember what happened. So that's all I'm saying. It's like, you're off, man. You can look at the odds, but for us, that was history. And I was going to use, like, do you remember where you were when? You know, and it was like the Space Shuttle Columbia, which is a terrible analogy. I don't. Yeah, don't, 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 I, yeah don't use that analogy. That's a bad one. I'll stop you there. Yeah, but but the, but the Cubs thing is right up there. I mean, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like you remember where you were when that happened. And that's exactly what that was. We all knew that. And that was a proud moment. So, grow up, all right? Oh! I know you're only 15, but grow up. <laughs> grow up, Tyler. I will grow up just for you, Phil. Anything for you. So he had it nice and nice and nice, and he goes, so grow up. I know you're but just 15, but grow up. It wasn't all nice. He tried to work tried, in the tried, space yeah. shuttle tragedy. Yeah, that was I mean, a they, No, yeah. Like, the, the, like the, the memorable sports moments, like you remember. And again, when it the patriotic moments just hit differently because everybody is rooting for them. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. no one is rooting for the Soviet Union at that time of any of your friends that you know. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We're all together on this. Right. It's that Cowboys fans and uh, Philly fans. Right. Divided in, 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 and then the rest of the country is watching. The entire country is in on this together. Right. Matt in Oak Lawn, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? Yeah, so I, I, you know, you kind of just touched on it. I mean, I was a little kid playing hockey. I mean, it was amazing watching the U.S. Olympic team beat the Soviet Union um, in that game. So, I mean, and, and I went on to play. And, like, I, I've called to you guys a couple times before. Uh, I, I played in the NHL, and I roomed with Eddie Olchak and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, that was a great, great game. Matt, thank you. We appreciate it. All right. You doing that just to like uh, to make it seem like it wasn't as big as it 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 was, Tyler? No, he, he, that Tyler, was not what he sounded like before. How are you screening these calls? <laughs> he sounded fine earlier. I don't know if he got nervous in the moment or what. Tyler, Tyler's trying to do that. That that was not a, a me production like trying to do it. Like I, <laughs> that, I, I swear to God. All right, well, this was a fun show today. It was a lot of fun. Wasn't it? Yes, yes. I am going to uh, leave and uh, watch my back (laughs) because I know I have a target on my back now. I have gotten numerous text messages from the western suburbs. You're fine. Just be careful the way you drive out of that parking garage. (laughs) I'm talking about you on that curb. Uh, it was fun. Thank you for having yes. me. I love talking to you. I love listening to you. And uh, thank you for joining us today. Great stuff. Uh, Chuck Wagon, love having you. Great work. Tyler, up until the last screen job. Okay, okay job. <laughs> Tyler's awesome. Thank you. Uh, and uh, thanks today to Tim Hasselbeck, who joined us. Uh, and don't forget, there's a new crosstalk on Hinged out there as well. Bears Weekly coming up next. Busy day for the Bears today, introducing their new coaching staff as far as their new uh, coordinators. Uh, For Peggy, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Thursday night.